I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Alright, here we are on, what is this? This is Wednesday, September 6, 2023. We have a packed show to you to be talking about pandemic number two. That's what they're trying to do. The elites trying to shut us all down again, but we're not going to comply, are we? And it's going to be really tough for them as they try to make us comply. Uh, because uh, I know so many people that got the shots and aren't going to get any more boosters, aren't going to get any more shots. Uh, and then a, a ton of people, as the truth comes out, understand they're not comply with masks because masks, masks don't work that's what all the studies say but they're going to lie to us and continue to lie and try to create panic um i tell you what we'll see how that all works for them because it's not going to work well because we are not going to comply right we got um i also am going to talk to you about god wants to speak to you yes and uh, marty grishan will be coming on live from loud mouth prayer and talking about the authority in christ that we have talking about how god speaks to marty and how god's speaking to me now and how he wants to speak to you it's a critical time guys right now for us to align as the body of christ right as a, a line to the head which is jesus and uh, we're going to be talking about that and that's an exciting part of what we're seeing this is this is amazing how the elites are being exposed like never before and uh, they're not going to be able to have the election because they know that's going to be overwhelming victory once uh once they realize that they are not gonna be able to cheat as much they're gonna have to create massive chaos so be prepared for absolute chaos that's why we have to live by faith and not sight and live by faith and not fear as we continue to fight this battle all right so let's uh dig into a few things right now um, i'm gonna go into some breaking news on just some things um swiss financial regulator Finma CEO quits in quake in the wake of the Credit Suisse collapse, and this is interesting, guys, because uh, you know I think uh, it was Phil L uh, Godlewski, I believe, uh, was talking about this this twenty one trillion dollar check, and um, that 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 was going to be to the U.S. Treasury, not to the Federal Reserve. Um, that was going to allow us to go debt free from a perspective of the 
federal government. And then they were going to put liens on all the states and all these evil corporations. And they really couldn't function until they go to the U.S. Treasury, which would change the whole game. So this whole thing about the Babylonian financial system crashing might be happening. So I'm not sure how reliable this sourcing is, but there's multiple people talking about this large check. Um, which is obviously 21 trillion is a large check, right? Um, not, I think we're over 30 trillion in debt, but a lot of that's not recoverable. So this could be the big financial um, change that we've been waiting for right around the corner. And it's one reason why you, you do not want to wait when it comes to making sure you have some precious metal, even if it's a small amount, right? And uh, definitely think about your 401ks, your IRAs, that could be rolled over to precious metals, or um, obviously look into um, cash, which is just devaluing. And uh, because of the credit, uh, we saw the credit received collapsing, all these banks starting to collapse. Eventually, it's going to hit the big boys. And that's the good news for you, right? It really is. Uh, if you have precious metals because they've been using derivatives to suppress gold and silver for years with massive amounts. I mean, JP Morgan will go broke as soon as the silver goes up to a certain amount or gold goes up to a certain amount because of the amount of derivatives they have. There's warnings I've been reporting on here. So this is the time to really not delay anymore. It takes three or four weeks sometimes to get something rolled over. And so make sure you get a financial consultation. Again, uh, this is Kirk Elliott. I streamed this from each episode because of how important it is. Um, we, if you want to be part of the financial transfer, I think this is a piece of it. If you're going to have 30, 60, 100 fold type increases, you also want to only work with somebody that only has a front end commission. That's what, that's what uh, Kirk does, not a back end. If something goes up 100x, you'll be paying 100x the commission for people that have back end commissions. There's a lot of shady people in the gold and silver and precious metal market. Make sure you use somebody we trust. I've done five transactions with, with Kirk. Remember why? Because he's a patriot. He goes to the, he loves the Lord. He loves this movement. And, and he is somebody that you can trust with Kirk Elliott, phd.com slash BGT. You can, this is, this is a, my page that you will see that he made for me. And uh, when you go there, I actually had to put a slash B2T on the end of it, slash B2T, um, and that link's down below in this video. You'll see that. But, it, but it, and again, it talks a little bit about my story, and, and you can fill out a form right here. But the easiest thing to do is just call him and tell him I, 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 Rick B2T sent you. That way you'll get prioritized and make sure you get an appointment as soon as possible. 720-605-3900. Again, this is for international people too. They can house this in vaults for you. Um, so um, uh, uh, that that are insured fully at 720-605-3900. All right, some other things I wanted to talk to you guys about. The Lord told me in the front of my episodes, make sure people know that if you go to neighborhood.social, you can see my blog about what God is saying to me, right? And that's based on a story that I've been telling that happened to be in Israel after reading the book. It's not meant to be a secret. Right, that's the name of the book. It's not meant to be a secret. God wants to speak to you. You'll see right here, if you go to neighborhood.social, neighborhood.social, that is the Christian Impactor platform that we created to be just like Facebook and as easy as Facebook for you to make sure you're connected with other like-minded people. This is not the time to be isolated. So go to neighborhood.social. When you go there, you can join groups and there's Zoom groups uh, that, that go, go almost every day of the week. But most importantly, what God wanted me to emphasize now is that 
He wants to speak to you, and I'll talk about that in a little more detail later, but if you go to the discussion and go to blogs, or just go to neighborhood.social slash blogs, neighborhood.social slash blogs, or just go do what I just did, go to discuss blogs. And when you see the blogs, there's a little picture here, we hear you, there's my Rick's Journal of Time Alone with God. So make sure, if you wanna kinda of see what God is telling me on a day-to-day -day basis, and how I and the story, my whole story is in here about me going to Israel and how I read this book. It's also got a link to this book I'm talking about, which is right here. It's not meant to be a secret. God wants to speak to you. It's just door opening, this golden door opening, right? Again, it's not meant to be a secret. God wants to speak to you. So I'm going to go into more detail about that later. But let's get into the news about the pandemic too and some other things that are happening that are just uh, crazy. I wanted to start with this little clip here. This is a Dan Bongino show was uh, um, doing uh, Trump's life is in danger. But uh, this is um, a clip about Anthony Fauci. So let's watch this just real quick. And again, some of the sound might not be working backstage as we continue to work on some of these things, but it'll definitely work, should be working. Let me know if it is not working on the Oxford epidemiologist who is the lead author were unambiguous. There is just no evidence that they, masks, make any difference. He told the journalist Mayan Damasi, full stop. But wait, hold on. What about the N95 masks as opposed to the lower quality surgical or cloth masks? Makes no difference. None of it, he said. Well, what about the studies that initially... So let me know if the sound is working on Facebook and Rumble and also on backstage there if they could hear... Uh, that actual deal just text me text me on that okay and but that's talking about masks so those of you that may not heard that it's talking about the fact that n95 masks and all the masks do not work okay there and there's massive amount of studies that show this now but what do we see we see them lying about it um, and 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 you still see um, just a bunch of lies from fauci talking about well for individual studies there's been some evidence well that, that's basically an individual study there's all kinds of other variants happen that's why you have big samples all the big sample stuff shows that masks don't work okay so we're not going to comply with wearing masks and the, the more we all do that the more they will not be able to enforce it okay we will punish the businesses that do that and we will reward the ones that don't and um, here's a little bit another part of this clip I wanted to continue. He persuaded policymakers to impose mask mandates. They were convinced by non-randomized studies, flawed observational studies. How do we get beyond that finding of that particular review? Yeah, but there are other studies, Michael, that show at an individual level. So now he's talking about individual studies. That's what I wanted to emphasize there. there's a, But the big clip I really wanted to show you that uh, that is right here. So let me put this together. It's awesome. It just shows what Fauci, Fauci said on July 2022, what he said on August in 2022, and then what he said on October of 2020. And you're going to see a complete lie coming right out of Fauci's mouth. We cannot trust this man. He is a cabal asset. Okay. So let's listen real here. Here And again, let me know if you have sound. We can hear, says, says, uh, uh, yeah, uh, says people on Rumble. Thank you, J.K. Mundy. And uh, anybody else on Facebook, let me know if you've got sound when I am playing uh, the Fauci clip and you the backstage as well. Sound is good, everybody's saying. That's good. All right, here we go. ...that we shut the country down. Um, and that was a very difficult decision because I knew it would have serious economic... Yeah, a little bit too far. ...documented fraud. 
Do not believe a word out of this guy's mouth. This is all a scam. That was uh, Dan Bugino talking about Fauci. Okay, now here's Fauci, these three clips. Watch this. First of all, I didn't recommend locking anything down. And the record will show, Neil, that we didn't recommend shutting everything down. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. Uh, um, and that was very difficult decision. Because I knew it would have serious economic consequences, which it did. Folks, there you go right there. So, guys, that, again, that was three clips from July. He's saying that he did not recommend the country shut down in, of, of 2022. August of 2022, he says, I did not recommend the country shut down. And then we go back to October 2020, where he's literally saying, I recommended to the president that they shut the country down. We have documented liars he is the that that, are, that that what's happened is the big pharma has captured the regulators. That's a strategy that you know that that those in the, that are criminals want to do. They they are they need to make profit. The regulators can shut them down. So if they can get regulators that are on their side and capture the regulation, that's what they've done with the with the CDC. That's what they've done with the WHO, the NAIAHA, right? All of that has been captured by the Fauci's of the world, right? And we need to understand that they're gonna to try to create fear and lie to us and continue to lie to us and continue to lie to us. We cannot comply with this, guys. It's a vital, vital time in this spiritual battle and we need to be calling it down as well. And we'll be getting into that as we, as we go forward. Here's Biden covered up military investigation proving vaccines increase risk of COVID. So the, the whole lie that they're safe and effective is a complete line of propaganda lies, okay? Here's Biden covered up military investigation proving vaccines increased risk of COVID. So now we see all the big cover, the cover up with the big tech happening and uh, it's really becoming completely, completely obvious. The military investigation exposed just how inefficient and dangerous vaccines were as early as January of 2021. The document showed that Biden White House was made aware that military scientists had found a spike in COVID cases among those who had received mRNA shots. Instead of de delving deeper, Biden ordered an immediate cover-up of the investigation. The documents were recently unsealed by a non-profit organization, Informed Consent Action Network, the ICANN, through the Freedom of Information Act, a FOIA. According to the documents, the U.S. Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, and the Food and Drug Administration, FDA, were presented with the findings but chose to do nothing. This is a captured, captured regulatory operations is what we have here. The CDC and the FDA ignored crucial information regarding the dangers of the vaccines and instead promoted them to the public. The investigation found that the majority of the COVID cases were among those classed as fully vaccinated. According to the investigation, there were increased infection rates among fully vaccinated individuals. I was watching another broadcast about a, some, a, a famous actor that, I guess, uh, that, that was in Spartacus and many of these other uh, military-oriented movies who completely got the second Pfizer shot and it was non-functional for multiple years and almost died many times. And, uh, they had him on big pharma drugs. Those big pharma drugs caused him to commit suicide when something he couldn't even remember. He tried to hang himself and he didn't, even, he didn't even know that. He had massive problems with his livers, massive problems with his, with his kidneys, and he's had 
all kinds of infections and is uh, had to go the natural approach that's starting to help now and he has a massive twitch that you could see while he's being interviewed i'm gonna try to get him on the show i'll get you more details on that but th this it's all coming out guys about what's really happening out there this is a cover-up and pandemic number two is coming here's facebook files part five biden white house relied on foreign disinformation activists to pressure facebook to censor americans there's a whole thread on this that talks about the UK-based Center for Countering Digital Hate. That's, you know, the, this whole hate thing is used basically for censorship. Um, but the CDC's absurd claim about the so-called disinformation dozen was itself disinformation. So this is the government forcing the big tech, and big tech went right along with it, to censor everybody that was telling the truth on this. That's why we're not on YouTube right now. Right? That's why Facebook has knocked my views down to 10% of what they used to be. Right? Why? Because they are censoring this completely. Moderna says updated COVID vaccine offers strong immune response to a new variant. So they're talking about this new variant now. And here we have Fox News pushing out this false information. That's why I'm telling you Fox News is the rhinos, Republican in name only. They are part of the uniparty. They are the uniparty of the of of the of, of media. So when you have Fox News and you have MSNBC or the left and right fake narrative, when it's really we the people versus this cabal of the uniparty, right? That's what I've been saying for six years, and now it's starting to people are starting to really get it. And so with Moderna um, putting out this stuff, Fox News puts it right out to tell you that, hey, there's this new variant coming, fear, 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 fear. Now, hey, but it's okay, you can just go get another shot. Even though it's paralyzing people and it's killing people, dying suddenly, clot shot, many call it, it should be called a clot shot for a reason. Q&A, what to know about the new BA-286 COVID variant? So here's this whole um, WebMD trying to put fear into everybody. Um, the CDC and the World Health Organization, there you go, the captured operations of the WHO and the CDC have dubbed the BA-290 variant of COVID as a variant to watch. And now uh, many people are calling, they got this parola, they gave it this name. And so now they're going to try to scare everybody to parola. You need to lock down the countries. You need to, to, to have masks in your shops. You need to close down everything. You need to go get more shots. Why? So they can try to control you. That is exactly what they're trying to do. Here's the, CB, here's the CDC repeatedly advising people with post-vaccination conditions. This means they, they've been damaged by the vaccines to get more doses. This is the evil of this cabal, guys. These are captured regulatory agencies, right? They're completely captured by the same Luciferian cabal that we've been talking about for six years. It is vital that we stand up to this. And uh, one way you can do that is go to the pandemicseries.com. Mickey Willis has been on my show several times. Mickey Willis is awesome. He's uh, I think I, I think I've interviewed him several times, not on the show, but he's but he is is an awesome man. Uh, was completely a Bernie Sanders um, supporter. He gives his whole story on interviews about how he was what they when he went dealt dealt questions they couldn't answer his questions. When they, the more debt deep he went, they realized that they didn't have answers to basic questions about how why communism's different this democratic communism or whatever they call it right Demo democratic socialism that that's different why is it why it's different when it really is the exact same thing that's killed millions and millions of people 
And so you can see Plandemic 1 here on PlandemicSeries.com, but he's put out number three. That's why I wanted to talk about this. So he's got Plandemic 1, Plandemic 2 is indoctrination. This focused, uh, this first one was Dr. Mikovits and uh, really Anthony Fauci and, and showing Anthony Fauci to literally um, censor her, just t take her career out. And, uh, and she goes, all the evidence of what she was whistleblowing was absolutely true. Pandemic 2 shows that the actual labs, Fauci knew about him. He was doing gain of function research, undeniable, completely undeniable information in there documented facts and pandemic three is finally to the point where mickey willis is saying people are ready to hear this now and that is about the whole great awakening about how you have literally luciferian cabal of globalists that want to literally get down to a population of 500,000 on a continual basis and this luciferian cabal is taking over these regulatory um, organizations it's really a great way to get people to understand what's going on is the Plandemic Series, PlandemicSeries.com. Um, and here, here's uh, some good news. Election integrity win, Arizona court rules against states unlawful signature matching process. Unfortunately, they're not gonna go back to 2020 and fix it, but they are going to make sure that they change the way they are verifying signatures so there can't be so many fake votes. Um, and fake signatures coming across the which they allowed you saw the plat they weren't even looking at them some of the some of the regular some of the people that were supposed to be looking at the signatures looking at back and forth you saw that and the carry lake lawsuit so carry lake this gives carry lake a bigger um hand to, to 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 get into as well it's exciting bill gates bets on bud lights come back as tech mogul buys 1.7 million shares of disgraced brands parent company after dylan mulvaney partnership tanked the value so this is a this is going to be awesome because Bill Gates is going to lose a lot more money because um, I believe based on the prophetic words of other people and the the fact that what, what Anheuser Busch is doing to the horses, what Anheuser Busch is doing uh, with with uh, their their ESG program and what they're doing with Mulvaney is all going to continue to backfire on them. Here's Joe Biden just walking out of a medical honor award ceremony before it's over. Even the press was stunned. So you see this person right here in the press was just looking at him right here as Joe uh, literally just walks out and people are talking to people. Oh, that must be perfect. And they haven't even done the benediction. They haven't done a bunch of stuff. But here he is just walking off the stage. And you see this person right here just looking. What is he doing? He's looking at What is he doing? See that? <laughs> and so, and then they, they, they continue with the ceremony and Joe's supposed to be up there and he just walked off the stage. Just another example of, of, of the, he's doing massive damage. And so here's Biden to wear a mask indoors after COVID-19 exposure. So Biden is a puppet of this deep state fear cabal that wants you to be in fear. We need to live by um, faith, not fear, right? That is going to be a key portion of what we need to do moving forward. Here's General Flynn talking about the lies, deception around the Barack Obama presidency, if ever seriously looked into, would amount to the greatest crime in all of U.S. history. So this goes right up to from the Vice President Joe and his criminality all the way up to Biden. The upcoming interview uh, uh, only among uh, amounts to the tip of the iceberg, if you get my drift. So he's going to talk about this, this guy in 1999 who slept with Obama and uh, and his wife and and, uh, and oh no and talks about how his wife uh, Michelle is actually a dude 
So that whole interview, Tucker Carlson, is going to be airing. So truth bombs are continue to come out on Tucker Carlson. Here's friends of Jeffrey Epstein have given more than $100,000 to Vivek Ramswamy. 2024 run, even as he demands full transparency of disgraced financiers' clients. So what's interesting is that what Vivek says is completely red pill, awesome information. And you really look back to it, look back at the amount of money he made when he was first going to school. It was funded by sources, um, source of funds, um, and he made like $2 million that year. doesn't make sense why he would take some funds if he made $2 million from a source foundation. So I think this whole thing is 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 a... Uh, you know, they, they're trying to play all these different people that could potentially unseat Trump. And uh, so be careful of these people that sound really good. Um, the, the controlled opposition I talk about, like the Alex Jones of the world and the uh, Vivek of, of the world. We've got to be very wary and do research. Holy crap, this person says, billionaire Glenn Dubin and his wife are major donors to Vivek Ransomary's campaign. Here it is. Dubin supposedly had trafficked people in their house. The wife, Eva, dated Epstein in the 80s. She was a defense witness in the Ghislaine's trial. So uh, you'll, uh, and so there's a whole bunch of articles here. This is uh, multiple sources now coming up uh, exposing this. So again, we've got to do some research. Here's United Airlines issued a nationwide ground stop due to system-wide technology issues. So a lot of things going on with the airlines, a lot of profits talking about that. Here's Comer subpoenas Mayorkas. DHS and Secret Service employees after obstructing investigation into politicized Hunter Biden's criminal investigation. So now here you've got the Republican House doing their job, finally uh, getting this whole Biden crime family exposed. That's part of this whole exposure that is going on that is quite exciting. Here's uh, Mitch McConnell in Kentucky. And, um, and again, these rhinos are being exposed and people are finally awake to it. Here he is trying to speak in Kentucky. Retire. said they weren't be able to go out in public, right? There is somebody that can't even finish speaking here. So, um, hey guys, I wanted to go get to some more, but it looks like I'm just going to have to hold off on this. I was going to talk about a few more things because I think Marty's in the house. So let me just go over a few more things and we'll go right over to Marty. Look at this. The ADL is a pro-pedophile organization, says Liz Crokin here. Elon Musk is suing the Anti-Defamation League for falsely accusing him of, and X, which is Twitter, right, of anti-Semitism. They don't just viciously slander, target, and cancel individuals with opinions they don't agree with. They, they're also in the business of covering up child sex trafficking. On January 6, 2023, the ADL slandered me by saying that my allegations of Hillary Clinton's involvement with crimes against children are unfounded. This is a lie. I've been stating for five years now, it's cited in an official 218 2018 government report done by Inspector General Michael Horowitz, Hillary Clinton and Foundation and Crimes Against Children on page 294. This is just one piece of evidence. However, I've reported a ton of proof over the past seven years that both Bill and Hillary Clinton are involved in child sex trafficking. The ADL and Jonathan Greenblatt have been covering up Pizzagate, falsely stating that it's a conspiracy theory going back to 2017. So this goes on, but I just wanted to let you guys know that this is becoming more and more accepted as truth. 
Um, guys, there is one more sponsor, and that is Share Healthcare. Just go, just go to sharehealthcare.com/rickb2t. There's a link down below. Again, if you want to have natural-based um, solutions to to when you have a major issue, you cannot do that with big pharma cabal insurance. I got rid of my cabal insurance and I went with a Christian sharing program. And many people are doing this now. You can also use it as supplemental insurance. That's sharehealthcare.com. Again, um, I've been talking about the Rick's Journal of Time Alone with God and how God's speaking to me. I believe he wants to speak to you too. Go there and see my um, there's a link that you'll be able to find it at this neighborhood.social. Just go to neighborhood.social. It's the replacement for Facebook for Christian Patriots. Okay, And you just go to the blog. Discuss blog. And you'll be able to see the whole story, the book that, I, that, I'm, that I'm pointing everybody to, which is Nathan French's book. It says it's not meant to be a secret. I'll get Marty's um, um, take on this too. This is a book that just changed, changed the way I communicate with the Lord. It's not meant to be a secret. God wants to speak to you. And uh, I'm just one last thing, and Mar- I'll ask Marty about this too, because it's uh, it's really uh, my story. Really, well, I'm, I'm on my way to Israel. Um, I read through half this book, and I can feel God speaking through me through the, the way He's speaking to Nathan French, which is literally in sentences. And, uh, and and He then in the back of the book He teaches people, and many people start hearing from God for the first time ever directly in sentences, right? And so here's what He says to do. Now I. I, I pray in my morning prayers. I also make sure I am in the Word. I also do my memory verses. And then I do what these steps talk about. Number one, get quiet. Number two, communicate with the Lord. And the big step that most people miss is number three. It says expect to hear. You get your pen and paper ready is faith. And you write down what the Lord says. I, I actually close my eyes and put my hand on the keyboard. But I expect to hear from God, and I did that in Tel Aviv um, Hotel, and I said, speak to me, Lord. And boom, for the first time ever, I got, I've always felt God speaking to me in the inner voice, but this time I got literal sentence from the Lord. And they're all documented because this is uncomfortable for me, but the Lord told me to do it. I literally put every one of my words, sometimes I have to mark them off if they're private, um, of what the Lord's telling me and my conversation with the Lord each day that I spend time with him. He wants us to spend time alone with him, guys. He wants us to do just this, I believe. Get quiet with him. Communicate with him. Expect to hear from him. Get your pen and paper ready as faith and write down what the Lord says. Most people he told me is not, you're, you're not going to have to share it. <laughs> That's what he wanted Nathan French to do. That's what he wanted me to do. But we have an expert in really um, in the movement of God and, and how to use the authority of Christ um, and his name is Marty Grisham, and he is with Loudmouth Prayer. I'm just show you where, show a couple sites real quick. Just real quickly, go to loudmouthprayer.org right here. You'll see his site. You also can find him on Rumble. Make sure you follow him. Loudmouth Prayer. It's Loudmouth one word space prayer. Do a search on Rumble. Make sure you're following Marty Grisham on Loudmouth Prayer. A, a really, what I believe one of the foremost experts when it comes to how to use your authority in Christ. How to really um, operate in the spirit. So with that, uh, Marty, how are you doing today? 
Thank you, Rick. I'm doing well. It is so good to see you. Good to see Gus is more handsome, son, more handsome than ever. Good to see you guys. Uh, we love you. Thank you for allowing me to come on a show. And I have an amazing announcement. I do not have a show immediately after with Amanda Grace, so we can go all night long. Yeah, all right. So <laughs> so we have a backstage. Uh, those of you who <clears throat> don't have a backstage pass, remember, we're doing the pay-forward model now, so you can come on for free. You could be, go right to uh, uh, com, hit the backstage tab, and you could be on Zoom back with Marty um, as we do the after show as well. So again, that's blessedteach.com, blessedthenumber2teach.com. Just hit the backstage tab, and you can get an account set up, be on Zoom back here with us, and uh, and really get the Q&A in more detail. We'll do, yeah. we'll do a good hour here if you're okay on, on front stage. And then <laughs> yeah, maybe sure. go a little bit more deep in depth and maybe private conversations, et cetera, backstage. But, but Marty, so what have you been up to lately? <laughs> well, I'm about 6'2". I've been working on that for about 51 years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, um, well, you know, the Lord called my wife and I, Rick and Gus, uh, the Lord called us to cover the nation with how to pray. And I have to tell you, I... I was not expecting that, mm -hmm. being called to a prophetic office and a teaching and all the stuff. And the Lord's even talked to me one day, I'll pastor. So I've been seeing that and all of this for years. I even went to Bible school three years training to be a pastor. So mm -hmm. I've got all of this ministry. I'm ready to go. And when he unleashes me, he said, I'm unleashing you, son. I just let you teach children's at church for 11 years. <laughs> I'm unleashing you because I found you faithful. Uh -huh. awesome. I wonder how many people have gone two years and quit. Uh -huh. I wonder how many has gone eight years and quit. I wonder how many went ten and a half and quit. Uh -huh. Well, I said to God, now this is a teaching point. I said to God, I will never leave here until you tell me because I refuse to miss you again. Because I've missed him. In times I've missed him and I suffered from it and it was hard. And I said, concerning following you ministerially, I am not going to miss you again. So when I know that when you tell me to do a thing, I am going to plant my stakes, my tent, my I'm going to build a house. I'm going to sit right there until he says move. And so I just sit there in children's. Children's, the leaders of the services came and go. I was just a volunteer. I was the main speaker. But people would come and go. I outlasted everyone. Everyone. <laughs> was this at Three one, times was, over. Wow. Is this at one Three uh, times one over. Is this at one church? Just at one church. Just, wow. just He said... He said, go work in children's. I said, tell me what service, and he never answered me. Mm -hmm. For a whole month, I kept saying, tell me what service. He never answered me. Mm -hmm. Finally, I said, well, I guess you just want me to pick one without you answering me. I should finally, after 30 days, get smart enough for that. Mm -hmm. So I just picked Sunday morning, and I did it for 11 years. My wife joined me six, seven, eight, nine years. She was in there a long time as well, mm -hmm. just to be a part of what I was doing. <clears throat> and a, a wonderful blessing for us to both be able to be in there. But we did that all those years, and he said, I found you faithful. Mm -hmm. Faithfulness has got such a price. Mm -hmm. There's such a divine price. There's such a dying to self. One of my prophetic friends, her name is Kim. She's a prophet here in the Tulsa, Missouri area. We were talking a while back, and she said, Marty, for the great cause of God, you have to die a thousand times. Mm -hmm. I said, what do you mean? She said, to self, to self. You have to die to self. You have to die because you have to decrease that he might increase. So mm -hmm. I would say for the last three or four years, my number one thing I would just come before the Lord is I would say, my voice belongs to you. Mm 
-hmm. No man, no woman, no family member, no government, no other minister. My voice doesn't belong to anyone but you. And I finally convinced him of it. And he said, now show me. Mm-hmm. And so we've started the Tulsa Healing Revivals. We have just had our our second one, and our third one is coming up a week from this coming Friday. So the 15th wow. and the 16th. Okay. So our very first one, we had Amanda Grace, our yes. good friend, your good okay. friend, join us. Mm-hmm. Amanda, we and Gus was there. Yeah. Looking good over there, looking like a power lifter. Praise the Lord. And and so Gus was there with us, and uh, we had a great time. We had about 350 people there. And then the next one, we had our friend Julie Green join us. And Julie, we brought in probably about 720, 750 people. And we're having another one in a week and a half from now here in town. Now, this is an interesting one, guys. It's at Clay Clark's building. So the Thrive 15 building where all of this with the reawakened begun, where I was actually with Clay in the beginning, when all of this began, that whole movement, that political conservative Christian movement, we're actually going to be in his building and we're going to have our Tulsa Healing Revival for two days there. And then the next one is going to be on December the 11th. And I've got a, just a great lineup of wonderful guests that are going to be joining us. And it's going to be a doozy. So all of that to say, that's what I've been up to. We spend a lot of our time, uh, every single day, I'm ministering to the sick. Uh, right now, we're building our healing techs, which are a team of healing uh, trainees and trainee professionals that when people come into the city and need healing, we sit down with them, we counsel them, we locate them, and we get them healed. And so we're just developing this because I believe children the children of God, I believe that healing is the children's bread, and I believe it's also the dinner bell. That's what Brother Hagin used to say. Children, uh, the healing is the dinner bell for the world. They want to know if God's real. Come on in the door. We'll show you because you won't leave the same way you came. And you can't deny when a miracle happens in your body. Let me tell you, if you come in sick and you get healed, your heart changes, not just your body, your heart changes. So it's an easy, beautiful way for God to just show that he's still God. He's still the lover of our souls and our body, and he can change hearts just like that with an instantaneous healing. Now, I'll say this. We've been getting a lot of instantaneous. I've always believed for that. Some will say, well, I'm just going to pray for them and send them on their way. But I say, why not the highest and best? I love it. If I can get it right now. Now, there's been a time or two where they didn't say they were healed, and I said they were, and I grabbed their hand and said, well, I know you're healed. Let's go for a run. And they said, well, I can't run. And I said, it's okay. I'll drag you. Guess what? They ran. Uh (laughs) So sometimes they just need to be kicked out of the bird's nest a little bit. Mm -hmm. But these are the things that we've learned. We've learned the things of the Spirit. We've learned the things of faith. We've learned how to receive from God, and we just want to help people receive. I love that. I love that. So I'm going to go back to my first topic, um, and and that is uh, hearing from God. I'd love to get your thoughts on this. Um, So there's a guy named Nathan French, who's got Nathan French Ministries, and he's in the Seattle area. And uh, the interesting part of the story to me when he was on Elijah Streams that really hit me and why I bought his book is because it was kind of a little bit about my story, kind of a lay person that um, was called by the Lord and just started doing what the Lord said and all yeah. of a sudden he's, he's, he 
creates a congregation and this big tent revivals and all this stuff and all and, the, and these pastors are getting mad because they're leaving their churches and coming to his uh, revivals and it's really yeah. been amazing and then he starts hearing from the Lord and and uh, writing them down he's had a big healing ministry and so when people are being healed and being the people are being moved and they're being delivered um, yeah. Then, then it attracts more people to come there because it, it versus versus going to church on Sunday and uh, singing a little bit and then coming home and and there's no active Holy Spirit um, activation yeah. happening. So tell us a little bit about your thoughts on hearing directly from God. <laughs> okay, so the prophetic side of me hates religion, mm-hmm. so I'll try to say things to try to slice religion up a little bit, to kind of stir it up a little bit. So if you have any, just put your seatbelt on. You own the voice of God. You own it. Now, you say that to 95% of the people in the body of Christ, probably a lot more than that, honestly, guys. They just flip out. They flip out. For one thing, they don't even walk with him. They don't even talk with him, and they've never even heard his voice. They don't even know what his voice sounds like. They're thinking the voice is some audible coming from the clouds when Jesus was getting baptized by John in the River Jordan, and the Father said from the clouds, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased, and it shook the earth, and they're thinking that's the voice of God. But the voice of God, the leading of God, the number one way he speaks to us is called the inward witness where he just makes us seem right he just prompts us nudges us leads us on the inside by bearing witness with us according to romans 8 14 and 16 as many as are led by the spirit of god these are the sons of god for the spirit of god himself will bear witness with you so when it comes to hearing god you own his voice because he placed himself inside you You are now a walking, arms and legs, Ark of the Covenant that holds the very Shekinah glory, the very presence of God. So if someone lives inside the vessel that you actually live in as well, how far do you have to go? How far do you have to reach to actually hear them? You don't. (laughs) It's pretty close, I'm telling you. And so that's my idea is the first thing I want to do is just slice up this whole idea that we've got to go through the 15 steps to hear from God. Mm -hmm. Most people, Rick, Gus, most people hear from God and didn't know it was him because they don't know how he speaks. The number one way he speaks Romans 8, 14 and 16 is called the inward witness. The number two way he speaks is called the conscience. That's the voice of our own spirit. The number three way he speaks is the authoritative voice of the Holy Spirit, which is a stronger, more prompting, powerful voice to us. The fourth way he speaks to us is through visions and revelations. So I could go on and on. There's prophets. There's other ways. But See, but that's where most people don't have a concept of that because they haven't studied it, and they're just sitting in a church where the pastors aren't teaching them any spiritual stuff. Lord have mercy, don't teach anything about the Spirit of God. You might have a whole bunch of Martin Luther starting nailing something on your doorpost. You don't want that. Lord have mercy. Yeah, and so... I drank a lot of caffeine today, so y'all just put your seatbelt on. I'm telling you, it's going to be a good night. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And... uh <laughs> And, and and I know that people can hear in different ways, right? Like you, if you yeah. look at the prophetic words of Amanda, <laughs> right, or you look at of, of yeah. Julie, they're different, right? And Robin yeah, Bullock, yeah, sure. who's doing it with music heavily. And those are the office of the prophets, people. 
But one of yeah. my key messages that God's want me to make sure I communicate, and I want to get your thoughts on this as well. Good. I'm is, so glad. Yeah, thank you. Anybody that is not even in the office of the prophet <clears throat> should be listening to God and getting direction from him on a daily basis. Any thoughts on that? Oh, I've got such a beautiful thought on that. Mm -hmm. The Old Testament, we are so far beyond that. The Old Testament, the number one ministry was the prophet. You don't see that in the New Testament. You don't see one ministry gift out in the forefront. Now, the prophet's office in the New Testament in the last few years has been thrust by God to get back out there because right. his knees have been cut off. So if you're talk, hearing a whole lot of, of prophet talking now, it's just because God is restoring a gift, bringing balance to the five. We were really lopsided on the pastor's side. Too much weight over there. Well, the apostle's not being talked about. The teacher, poor teacher teachers aren't talking about much and then the poor prophets well they literally are poor because they just not have had who's going to give to a prophet they're a bunch of crazy people mm -hmm. the pastor's got all the money who's going to give to the crazy prophet who's going and saying thus saith the lord so the new I'm, I'm telling you i'm going to talk a lot tonight the old testament rick mm -hmm. the old testament god led israel by the prophet now you had the king he was anointed you had the priest he was anointed, but the prophet was the most anointed to be the voice of God to the people. So the only way that God significantly led Israel and he would lead them to repentance, he would lead them to, to come back unto him and stuff, and, and he, they, he would also speak of the future events, the prophet's office was being used. But in the New Testament, according to Ephesians 4, verse 11, he gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, until we all come into this stature of the measure of the fullness of Christ. So today we have five ministry gifts and the prophet, and they're all on equal status. Now I'm going to say that. Because it depends on where you're looking at it from. They all should be working together equally in unity in the body of Christ. If I'm looking for a spiritual thing, I would go to the one that's the most spiritual. If I'm looking for a counsel or or I'm looking for someone to help me in a hard time, I'll probably go to a pastor. If I'm looking for someone to give me insight that helps me change my day, I might go to a teacher. You know what I'm saying? If my cousin Bob is unsaved, I'll go grab an evangelist. You know, so, but they're all balanced. So here's the moral of all my story here the Old Testament. The people of God did not have the Spirit of God living inside them. Right. So in Ezekiel 36, 26, and 27, Ezekiel said, I'm going to put my spirit, I'm going to give you a new heart, and I'm going to put my spirit upon you and within you. He was prophesying about you and I today. So today we have the indwelling of the Spirit of God when we get saved. The Old Testament guys never had that. So they never had an inward witness, an inward spirit to lead them of the Holy Ghost. So they had to have the prophet. Today, you don't have to have the prophet. You should not be seeking guidance from a prophet near as much as you should be seeking guidance from the Spirit of God who lives inside of you. If a prophet comes and gives you guidance, cool. But even in that, you still make sure it bears witness with the Holy Spirit inside of you because sometimes people can miss it because people are fallible, although the Spirit of God is infallible, meaning he doesn't make mistakes, but people can. So 
every single born-again Christian in the earth right now should completely rely and expect on the Spirit of God to lead them on the inside. We don't have to have the prophet's office functioning and leading us today the way they did in the old. And so I want to come back to this scripture real quick. It says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and yeah. give you a f heart of flesh. I will yeah. put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgment and do them. Yeah, beautiful scripture. Yeah. So talking about today that he lives inside us. He lives inside us. And they didn't have that in the old. So they didn't have that leading of God on the inside, bearing witness and showing them. Their conscience, they did have a voice of their spirit in the Old Testament because even unsaved people today have a conscience, mm -hmm. right? Because some say, well, that's mom's intuition. Well, that's the voice of that mom's spirit man. But here's the trick about the voice of the conscience. I'm the voice of one spirit. It's not a safe guide if you're not born again. Mm -hmm. It doesn't become a safe guide to lead you unto the things of God without being born again. So the unsaved people in the world today could be much like the Old Testament unsaved people, that they had a conscience, but it was never a safe guide. So some people try to rely on their own spirit when they're not saved. They try to rely on psychics. Those aren't safe guides. Their boss is the devil. You don't want to follow anyone who's answering from him. Amen. <laughs> so, no, Gus, I just see some expressions coming from me. I just, just jump in if you have a question. So, uh, I know uh, Gus and I uh, are are incredibly close, and uh, he's with the Ark of Grace Ministries quite a bit, and and we just love Marty. And uh, so I just wanted to make sure that, Gus, you feel free to jump into the conversation a little bit here. And then everybody uh, backstage can jump into it here in about 10 or 15 minutes. But if I come back to a little bit on uh, speak, God speaking to you, talk a little okay. bit about uh, your what you've seen other people do, what you do with journaling, and how if, that, if you feel oh. that's important. <clears throat> oh, journaling is so amazing. <clears throat> Literally about two years ago, the Lord got on to me and said, you're not writing down the things I'm saying to you. You're believing me. I'm speaking paragraphs. I'm speaking pages. You're writing half a book. Um, but Because uh, I would have a prophetic word, but I would not write it down because I would like record it in my phone, but then I would never listen to it again. And I would not write it down and go back and read it. I've got one page over here on the side of my screen, <clears throat> which is called just my prophecy page out of my Google Docs. And it is probably 120 pages of just me typed up written words, dreams, ways that God has spoken to me, uh, revealing things to me, prophetic words to me, mostly to me, through me, you know, through me, to me, him speaking. Uh, occasion, one out of every hundred might be from someone else to me, but the major majority of the time it's him talking to me because it's so beautiful journaling that when you get it written down, you go back about every three weeks, every four weeks, you will just see it will open up and bring more light. Because, see, he wants us to follow him, but God it loves diversity. You know, he said that to me one time, uh, Rick. He said, son, I love diversity. I'm like, 
Lord, that's a dangerous word nowadays. Yeah. He said, no, no, I invented that word. I love diversity. I love prophets that are funny. I love prophets that are quirky. I love evangelists that will jump around and swing their arms. <laughs> he said, I love diversity. Don't bring me just one mold because it takes all of it together to even look anything near Jesus. He loves diversity. And that's why he said to me, he said to me, bring ministry gifts together and have meetings because that diversity of the different gifts coming together will be the unity that the body of Christ is needing today for the corporate anointing to go to a different level. Mm -hmm. I think I'm getting off your topic, but yeah, go ahead. I didn't know Gus if you had anything. No, I was just going to say, you're reminding me of uh, we went to Robin Bullock's last weekend, and he had a word, and he went through basically everyone in his staff on the stage and his band, and he he kind of described each one of them differently. That they all, He said, everybody needs to stay in their own lane. I can't do what she does or he does. Yeah. We can do what the Lord leads me to do. Yeah. And basically saying just what you're saying, the diversity in Christ, where religion kind of wants us to all be like little tin soldiers walking like this way and that you know certain specific way but we've got yeah. to do what the lord leads us as he leads us right yeah yeah anyone that's around you know like amanda hey she's got her own lane me like i did a service here a while back here in tulsa i did a holy ghost meeting on a sunny on a saturday morning a saturday night i just got in the lane that i'm good with and it was like a comedy routine filled full of Holy Ghost power for three hours. People were laughing at the weird, funny, quirky jokes, but the power of God was just sitting on us. So I've just got this weird thing that I do too, and I just love it. I just, I thrive in that anointing. And then it might move over to prophesy, or it might move over to minister healing, or just whatever, but it always seems to have a little bit of humor in it. But God just loves that diversity. That's why, Gus, he made you look the way you look. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. You're welcome, son. <laughs> All right. So Gus and I are very close friends, by the way. So. And so, so when we get into, um, uh, let's get a little bit into current events and um, okay. what you're seeing with the attacks of uh, and, the, and the new pandemic. That was the name of my uh, my episode here, uh, where they're basically going to try to shut us all down again. Any thoughts yeah. on uh, uh, how God's moving in this and uh, why uh, as people start getting into fear? versus faith any any thoughts on that so the ministers not just prophets but ministers should already be addressing this problem if they're not it lets you know right out of the gate they're not hearing god mm -hmm. okay i'm gonna say that a little stronger because i just want to shake something up here they're not spending time with the presence of god because that's knowing him because if they were spending time as a general see the fivefold pastor or prophet, you know, those guys, those cool guys, right? They're generals, which just means they're really big servants. It doesn't mean, oh, they're the ones that we salute and they, well, they lead the army, but they're the first one going into the darkness, right? Yeah. But they're leaders and they're generals and there's special anointings on them that are higher than the normal army just to be able to lead and, here we go, teach. They are to teach and train up everyone else in the body to duplicate what they're doing. And that just messes with people like, well, prophets should prophesy. Yeah, the entire body of Christ, according to Paul writing to the Church of Corinth, every one of you should covet prophecy. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Everyone, every born-again Christian could covet it, could desire after it, and could learn how to speak from divine utterance. It's called the testimony of Jesus. Don't you know that everyone's got a ministry of reconciliation? And the ministry of reconciliation is sharing Jesus with people who don't know Jesus, and the ministry of reconciliation is the testimony of Jesus. And the Bible says the testimony of Jesus is prophecy to edify or exhort and comfort the church. So all of us should be able to step into allowing God to use our voice and our mouth to speak something that is beyond our capability to touch and pierce the heart of those listening to us on a daily basis, that we can pull them out of darkness into light. So you just got me running everywhere tonight. So Gus is just smiling at me. Gus is just good, excited. Good, good. Okay, so um, where was I going with this? Covet prophecy. I wanted to come back to that a little bit. Um, and okay. where, where was that? One Corinthians, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, somewhere in... Uh, so everyone, what's that scripture said? Um, um, That's okay. I just wanted to see that because uh, here I found I found it. So let me just show it on the screen here. Yeah, cool. So, <laughs> so that, that, that's interesting because I think that's a really good point. Uh, wherefore, brethren, covet to prophecy and forbid not to speak in tongues. Yeah. Wherefore, yeah. brethren, desire earnestly to prophesy and do not forbid to speak with tongues. Let all things be done decently in order. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So we all have this capability, but that's what the generals, that's what those generals, the ministry gifts are about, training up the body to do what the generals do. Now, they'll do it on a lesser anointing, because they're not as anointing in the leadership role. So so if you have just a normal person lead a prayer group, technically it should be a little of a, of a lesser anointing than if you had a ministry gift lead the prayer group. Doesn't mean it's not anointed. It can still be amazing, but that's the way it kind of should work. You know, sometimes you just have, like I know some people that are not a ministry gift, but they have the spirit of seeing and knowing. They go in the realm of the spirit. They see angels and demons and you name it. So there are some very powerful, diverse gifts in the body of Christ, and they can be called to those gifts, maybe even as a seer in discernment, but not even be a prophet. There are seers that are not prophets. And so we could probably go through the list of people we know out there in the world who could probably come up with a few that have this amazing discernment of heavenly things that go there and stuff, but they don't always have a prophecy. So, you know, so, th so there's just a lot of diversity. There's a lot of different ministerial ways that God uses people. Yeah, so but the generals, so, uh, so, so let, go ahead. But let's, so let's get into a little bit about Again, the fear that they're, the, the cabal's trying to create, or I call the globalist, right? Yes. And uh, how, and, and what, 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 what's God showing you? What, you know, what's God showing so, you? Uh, yeah. yeah, that is where we're going. I'm changing subject so much on you. Sorry. That's okay. Right? That's okay. <clears throat> um, so I would say probably close to a year ago, uh, which I may have told you this story before, but <clears throat> I was woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning because I was given a dream from the Lord of a demonic, demo demonicized, de demonic person trying to kill General Flynn and Clay Clark at a reawaken. Wow. And I woke up in that dream, and I took care of the situation with the name of Jesus in the dream, and then I woke up from the dream. It was a God dream. I woke up from the dream, and guess who was in the room with me? Not just my wife in bed asleep. And she wasn't snoring, which was a miracle, as a joke. But she, <laughs> but this demonic spirit was sitting, standing right there in the room. And I, I'm going to say this, um, not honoring at all, but just stating the fact 
it was the strongest I'd ever come near. I'm just going to say that. Not stronger than us. We can do all things through Christ. They've all been defeated. But this guy had something about him. I took authority over him, and I finally woke up my wife and said, join me. And when the two of us came together, he left the room immediately. But I had never felt... Did she feel hmm? the presence? Did she see him or just feel him? She did not see him or feel him, but she just took my word for it <laughs> at 2.10 okay. in the morning, getting woken up, saying, there's a spirit of death in the room. Please wake up. Okay. <laughs> it, didn't take her, it didn't take her long to wake up. So, okay. so he left. Now, he's tried to come back twice. Actually, there's a window right here. Right, I'm almost touching it. Uh, I've been praying in this room before, and he stuck his head in this window while I was praying one time. So, you know, we've been interacting a few times, but he always loses. But I say that to say, once he left, which was immediately when the two of us came together, because one, to put a 1,000 to flight, two puts 10,000. Good job, Gus. So, from <laughs> Gus's, is always a test. you got to be ready. So, in that, um, the spirit of prophecy and the office of a prophet came on me stronger than I'd ever had it before. And for about an hour and 20 minutes, he took me places. I went to heaven two times. I'm going all over the city of Tulsa. He's talking to me about stuff. It was so precious and beautiful. And there was a moment in time where when he'll stop talking and you have this function that you can ask a question. Mm-hmm. And that moment happened. And I jumped in because he stopped talking during this moment where I'm just dancing with him and all the stuff he wanted to show me. And he stopped talking and gave me a moment. And I stepped in and said, Lord, what about the famine in the land? Mm -hmm. Is there a famine coming to the land? Now, see, now this is some good stuff. This is what we all are wondering because we've heard about the crops. I mean, you guys are awake. The cows, how many cows in the last three years have been found dead in fields? And and how many farms and farmland throughout the, the Midwest have been bought by the bad guys? All of this stuff taking place. Processing so we're burning. <laughs> all of this stuff. Processing plants that processes grains and foods are burning down. I mean, all this stuff's happening. So I just said to him out of my heart, Lord, because I'm in the spirit. I wasn't even planning on asking him, what about the famine in the land? And this is the word he said to me. He said, the famine in the land, he's talking future tense, the one coming, the famine in the land will not be taken care of until the famine in the church is first taken care of. That's talking about the the subject we've known for a really long time, a sleepy church, but it's adding a little bit more than just a sleepy church. It's talking about a church that even might be some awake, but has no understanding of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about you guys. That's what I love about Rick and Gus. That's what I love about you at Blessed to Teach. You guys are hungry to hear about the Holy Spirit. What does it mean to pray in tongues? What does it mean to prophesy? What does it mean to have God operate and have the Spirit move to me that he might move through me on behalf of someone else? This is called, my friends, usability. So when we talk about the crazy coming, all of this to me says get ready by getting usable. Uh, usable. Amen. 
Amen. When the famine of the land comes, we have got to keep shaking and sharing the movement of the Holy Spirit because that is what's going to stop the famine of the Holy Spirit in the church. Amen. So, prophets have been saying, I know that's where you might be wanting to lead me, prophets have been saying about something coming maybe this month, maybe next month. I've got nothing on that. Um, I haven't really been touching that or seeking the Lord on it at all. I do know that when we were Thursday, I had a really interesting one when we were in Vegas together. The Thursday night, uh, Clay asked Jenny and I, and we had Amanda and uh, and Julie and others there, but join us in praying for the nation. We had a loudmouth prayer nation night, and they had a pastors for Trump, which was interesting because it was about President Trump. And then we got up, and I went first, and then Amanda, and then Julie, and we went in that order, Julie Green, and as we went in that order, it seemed like every one of us got something on Trump. I got up and started and sharing prophetically of where I've been in a vision with President Trump and prayed over him, and God showed me how to pray over him. And then Julie Green literally is getting up on the stage, and it's coming on her to begin to talk about President Trump. And so all of this happens. And literally before I'm fixing to announce Julie, General Flynn runs up on the stage and says, give me the mic. I'm so mad. And he got up and he, because they just released the mugshot of President Trump. Right. Literally in our event, it was released. And so he gets up on the stage. They put the mugshot up on the screen. All of this Trump stuff is happening. At the end of the night... Everything settles down and we leave and we're going to a restaurant with Gus and, and we're going to go there and have a dinner with Gus and Amanda's staff, Ark of Grace staff. And we're going there and it's about a 20, 25 minute ride. And oh, the presence of God come on me so strong, took me in the spirit and I just started praying to the Holy Ghost. And the Lord said to me, this day is a marker where I'm drawing a line in the sand. The mugshot of President Trump. I've never heard anyone say this, but he told me that night, the mugshot, that was another line in the sand, just like the turning of Roe versus Wade, just like those concrete pillars. Was it out in Alabama or Mississippi? Those, uh, those, those that got crushed oh, down. Georgia Guidestones. Yeah, the Georgia oh, okay. Guidestones. Yeah. The, the Georgia. Just like when that happened, all of these is God with his beautiful finger of love and judgment, may I say, putting his finger in the sand and drawing a line and saying, choose a side. Choose a side. And right now, we're still seeing this, even with the mugshot of President Trump. Some chose to have righteous indignation to cause them to want to stand and fight for our nation and fight for justice and fight against election fraud. And some said, oh, that stupid, horrible man. And God is causing people to choose a side, and they will reap from the side they choose. Amen. Ha, ha, ha. Domasi tokesi andamokatosi ando yeah and it's just beginning and will go oh go it will go it will go on and on there'll be more lines drawn on and on by the hand of God more lines drawn because mercy mercy 
His mercies are renewed each day, and his love unto the body, and his patience waiting for the reaching of the precious fruit will not end until he is satisfied. Mercy. He's going to keep on showing mercy. He's going to keep on drawing lines in the sand, waking people up, and using us to do it. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And uh, that that's powerful. So could you summarize a little bit of what uh, Amanda, Julia, and you got on Trump that night? Honestly, I was so busy I didn't listen to him. But I'm sure it was great. <laughs> I know it was good. Well, well, Honestly, well, what, do you, what do you remember that you got? <laughs> um, so what I got that night was, yeah, very beautifully, um, quite a few months before, I'm praying one day. It was a local prayer group at a local church here. And that local church basically told that local prayer group, we don't want you to pray for Trump anymore. We don't want you to pray for the nation. We'll tell you what to pray for. And I'm like, oh, man, what's going on with the church today? And so I'm sitting in that prayer group, and the Spirit of God came upon me, and the Lord began to talk to me about politics and government and election fraud and President Trump. And the Lord said one thing to me, which I've actually never publicly said. The Lord said he is highly, highly favorable for um, 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 limiting terms. Because if you don't limit the number of terms representatives and, 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 and politicians have, it gets abused. Yeah. It has to get to a place of limit. And then the Lord went on to say, now this is the Lord speaking to me. And the Lord went on to say, by the way, son, they are not your leaders. They are your followers. Mm-hmm. That I had my hand write that constitution and say, we the people, that's the leader of this nation. That's who that unified body of we the people and their one voice and the leaders, the politicians, they're supposed to only be an echo of our voice. This is how much this has gotten so warped. And everyone's fallen for this. And even the history books are talking about our great leaders. And then we go, oh, come on, we go read Second Timothy. Uh, chapter 2, verse 1. This says, and first of all, pray for the leaders. But let me tell you something. The politicians, they're really not leaders. They're really supposed to be designed to be followers. They are supposed to be our voice coming together to make final decisions. They're not supposed to be separate from our voice. And by the way, how dare someone ever get elected unto office saying one thing, and then when he gets in or she, they change what they say. They were elected for the very thing that they said that got them elected. It should literally be against the law that they change what they say. Amen. It should be. I'm talking about put gallows in the streets and let's hang somebody. I'm telling you, it is tyranny. It's absolutely against this nation. Selection mm-hmm. versus election, right? That's uh, what we're really finding out. And so, okay. So, so the Lord in that time, the Lord took me in a vision and I saw President Trump and he said, walk up to him. And I walked up to President Trump in a vision and he said, put your hand on his chest. I was with the Lord. And I put my hand on his chest and the Lord said, I want you to pray three things over him concerning divine. This is something you don't want to write down. Divine intervention. Divine intervention. 
I want you to pray for divine intervention that the other one be removed mm-hmm. and that he will be able to get back in his seat. And he said, son, there's three things I want you to pray about this divine intervention that President Trump is the one that actually implements the removing, the divine intervention. Mm-hmm. And he said these three things. He said that President Trump pray that he'll be surrounded by the right people and counsel to help him in this divine intervention. Pray that he'll know how to implement this divine intervention and pray that he'll know the right time to do it. Mm -hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, because all of us wanted the time to be like three years ago, right? (laughs) As far as uh, taking down this cabal and... (laughs) And uh, obviously yeah, getting so uh, true. January so 2021 uh, was a big surprise to us. But if you look back at it in yeah. introspection, you go, wow, God is so much smarter than us. He yeah. literally has woken up so many more people. And even us that were red pill yeah. are so much more detailed oriented uh, toward COVID and the medical cartel. It's like, uh, wow. Um, anything that you... Uh, um, to discuss on that topic, the whole medical cartel, vaccines, masks, um, any any uh, uh, us us go, not complying going forward. Any thoughts on any of that? I haven't been with the Reawaken America movement, which has been medical fraud, vaccine fraud, election fraud, religious fraud, Holy Ghost fraud. You name it, everything you can imagine. Um, I've been in the very beginning with it and all the way through, and there were about two or three I didn't go to because I kept trying to stop. I'm like, God, I don't want to do this, and I wouldn't go to Oregon. He said, I never told you to stop. Sorry, Lord. Sorry, Lord. And I'd go back. So um, so I've gone to 20 of them or however many there have been, and I've been speaking at the last 10 or whatever, but I've met a lot of doctors, and some of the doctors I've met did not know the truth or were not open for the truth. And we've seen in the last two years, so many doctors, their eyes opened up. Mm -hmm. See, their paycheck comes from pharma. I've had doctors in Tulsa that try to prescribe things to my sons that was absolutely horrible. Horrible. Mm -hmm. And and so I'd go ask some other friends, and they said, well, because they're getting $600 kickback every time they get prescribed. $600 to to, to see how messed up this is. They'll get a $600 kickback to prescribe a $50 drug. Mm-hmm. The math doesn't even make sense. You know there's shrouded in darkness the whole concept behind it. What's really in that drug? So, so many doctors have woken up, some very close friends of mine of town, one of the top surgeons in the city of Tulsa, one of the, like, hands down, one of the best surgeons of the city has gotten woke up. Many of us have gotten woken up in the medical field. Pharma is what it is. I mean, the very root of it is witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, mm-hmm. if you can't just look at that, even in scripture and see the word pharma in the Greek Pharmacia. and see, I mean, seriously, you know, I mean, it might be Greek to you, but the rest of us, it's pharma. Okay. That was a bad joke. So <laughs> Greek to you. So sorry. Sorry, Rick. <laughs> wow. And, uh, and, but, but I don't know about you, but if you t- if you reverse three, three years ago, I was incredibly <clears throat> awake to the whole, um, the whole globalist movement, but I yeah. was not awake on on what I call the medical cartel. So I just, yeah. uh, wow. don't yeah. you agree that's where a yeah. ton of people were? 
when yeah i completely agree we had no idea what we were getting into with the medical cartel oh we had no idea with the election side of it mm -hmm. the election fraud and the machines that we had no idea what we're getting into um but you know when 9 11 happened about a year or two later when online you know we had internet and stuff i began to look into it and search it and found all the truth about 9 11. a lot of videos that were th around then you can't even find anymore i mean they have been wiped off of the at least i've never been in the dark web but the normal everyday web uh you can't you you can't even find them anymore a lot of the truth videos of what really happened um but then also about i told you once before oh this must have been 13 14 years ago i went to pray with a gentleman for a a, a seven trillion dollar business deal that he was doing doing an extremely large business deal and he heard about my ability even that many years ago of going in the spirit and interacting with the things of God and helping things move forward because I'm also a businessman not just a minister so we've learned how to lay a hold of the things in the spirit and push them forward and get things to move forward where well, he was having trouble with this business deal so I went up to Kansas and we spent some time for about two days praying over his business deal and one of the times while we were praying I come on the back side of a ladder so like this was a ladder this would be the top side where you would climb but I was on the bottom side of a ladder and on the top side were three men and I'm climbing up and the first one I come to face to face with was George Bush senior and I'm talking I'm on the bottom side of the ladder I'm face to face this close in the realm of the spirit with George and then I climb a little further and then I come to face to face with George Soros didn't have no idea who it was and then I climbed into the face of the highest one and it was the beast it was Antichrist I am this close face to face with the I can tell you because I've also been to hell once and seen the same fella down there I can tell you exactly what Antichrist looked like in the beast form not whatever form he would try to manifest and be a leader in the earth in the future but i can tell you exactly what he looks like and so that shocked me i got done having that crazy spiritual experience 14 years ago i got out of that prayer and i looked at the gentleman who's like a father to me and looked at him and said what in the world did i just see and he said oh yeah they're the ones uh stopping our business deal they don't want us to spread the gospel and this entire business deal is to fund the gospel that's when i woke up that hold on a second the bush families they're not great wonderful beautiful precious little christians he goes no not even close that's when i begin to wake up wow mm -hmm. yeah until so you saw the 10 horns <laughs> And I, 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 so it doesn't look it, anything like this, does it? No, it doesn't look like that. <laughs> okay. I think I saw that on a 1974 Star Trek episode, yeah, though. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> that's one of my favorite characters. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, but anyway, uh, uh, crazy stuff going on now. Um, guys, yeah, it's a lot. Any, yeah, if you have a thing, and so the. Uh, the not complying is it, it uh, uh, what, what what's your thoughts on that as a christian and your governmental entity that some people try to point to romans 13 you know obey those that are in charge 
uh, versus uh, this criminal entity trying to shut us down again. Any any thoughts on that? Mm. Uh, you basically just hammered it real well right there. I mean, just basically, um, I believe that you fall under this law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, Romans 8. Um, what's it say? There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, which walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law... That's the law I live by. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. I believe the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus for me is that he lives inside me and he prompts me, unctions me, leads me, guides me, instructs me, instructions me what to do. And I just don't think he's leading me to wear a mask all the time. Mm -hmm. And so now the law of God, and I love saying this, trumps, isn't that the perfect name? Isn't it the perfect word? Mm -hmm. The law of God trumps man's law. Because I, see, you can't take away from me my religious beliefs. I have got, according to our Constitution, a right to believe in them. And my religious belief says the law of God is the law written in my heart and it governs my life above the law of man now the law of god doesn't cause me to be able to go out and drive 75 and a 55 right because that's against the law of god but if it's not in line with the law of god like you know like so many things like not being able to act like the ecclesia and bring ourselves together for time of worship do you remember three years ago they said well you can come together and worship, but you can't sing. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, and then, well, then, then some churches were told, okay, well, you can come together and sing, but you can't sing very loud. Like <laughs> you people are nuts. You're just nuts. What? 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 What's going to make you happy? And so it was just crazy at how the law of God that's been written in our heart, the law of Christ Jesus, the law and the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, was continually by trying to be overrun by the law of man because man tries to control you. See, when the law of man is used to try to control you, it's different than when it's being used to lead you, guide you, and help you. There's a big difference. It is a leading, helping me law to tell me I can't drive 75 and a 55 because that protects me and it protects other citizens. So I'm cool with that. Now, I occasionally break that rule, but so sorry. But, you know, you know but that's a law that makes sense. It actually is to protect, not control. But the laws they're coming up with are trying to control mankind. Well, that's a form of manipulation. Right. Now, if you study witchcraft, witchcraft itself is 100% wanting to control someone. Mm -hmm. So it's just witchcraft. So that's my comment to them and their crazy laws that are not blessing me or protecting me. They're not doing anything but trying to control me. They're not leading me and guiding me for the sake of good. Mm -hmm. They're trying to control me for the sake of manipulation. Mm -hmm. So I say no. Amen. Amen. So everybody backstage has a question. It looks like Charlotte does. So uh, go, go ahead, Charlotte. Okay. Uh how how do familiar spirits um, affect your prayer life? Well, we're just going to go in there tonight, ain't we, Gus? <laughs> yes, 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 you will. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Well, 
Hallelujah. How do familiar spirits affect your prayer life? Man, that is such a loaded but still very fun question. Years ago, I was ministering at a church in Eureka, Missouri. I was ministering at a church, and the pastor and his wife didn't know me very well. I got up to minister, and when I got up there, I felt the office of a prophet. This must have been 15, 16, 17 years ago. I felt the office of a prophet. I was just starting to learn what that was all about. It came up on me. The service, the, the music ended. I looked at the pastor's wife. I don't know this woman from anyone. She's not plump. She's just a normal woman sitting there. You'll know why I say plump. And I looked at her and began to say, you're pregnant. And everyone's eyes got, you're pregnant and you've never told your husband. And her eyes got bigger than anyone's. You've never told your husband, but the Lord wants to make a public display of you now in a good way because you're not only a mother of a third child in your womb, but you're also called and anointed in grace to be a mother of this church. She began to cry. He began to cry. The whole church began to cry. It was just so beautiful and precious. This glorious moment of God's presence just filled the place. That got done. I'm sitting up there. Yes, I'm answering your question. <laughs> I looked at the crowd and I said to myself, I'm really good at this. I've never done so good, Rick. I've never done so good, Gus. Uh -oh. Pride I just, comes before the fall. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. Man, look how good I did. I am going to do more. I am going to step over and do more right now. So I said, hey, everybody, let's just minister some more in the Holy Spirit. Let's just pray in tongues. And I started praying in tongues, expecting to go around and prophesy over the room. And when I begin to pray in tongues, my tongues come out of my mouth and the Holy Spirit grabbed them and brought them back to me in English. And he said these words out of my own mouth to me in tongues. He said, one more step forward and you will be speaking out of familiar spirits. So you look at Peter. One minute, Peter is saying, Jesus, you're the rock on which the church would be built. And then just a short while later, Jesus is saying, Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. He goes from one extreme, speaking out of God, to the extreme of literally where Jesus is saying, Satan is speaking through you. Now, some ministers have said that Peter was actually possessed by Satan, but that was just absolutely silliness, and I don't even know why they were so silly to say that. It was just like every single one of us every day, we're able to speak out of him or God whatever we allow through the old gate up here in our head. Mm -hmm. so, so to answer your question, in your personal private prayer life, you want to learn to flow with the Holy Spirit, you want to learn to have a relationship. You want to get familiar with the Holy Spirit, not familiar with familiar. So the key to this of not missing it and developing this is spending sweet, quiet, just sensible, sweet time praying in tongues, fellowshipping with him, and just learning him. He'll speak, and you'll listen, and you'll speak, and he'll listen, and you'll get so used to his voice, you never get deceived by other voices. One minister that I highly revere, a powerful prophet of God, said this. He said, there's a voice out there from the realm of spirits 
that tries to disguise itself and sound like the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, that to me is a warning that I need to become a master of learning how to hear and recognize and know and test the Holy Spirit. Now, speaking of test the Holy Spirit, you know, one of the little Johns, 1 John, 2 John, 3 John, one of the little Johns makes a reference to testing the spirits. I believe it was John. And talked to it. And so basically, yeah, so basically what you can do is you can just say, hey, Holy Spirit, do you confess Jesus as the Christ, as the Son of God, that he was raised from the dead? He died on the cross. And the Holy Spirit will come in and answer you. Yes. And, and one minister says that the Holy Spirit, whenever, whenever uh, they ask that of the Holy Spirit to test him, right? Yeah, some people are like, oh, you're testing the Holy Spirit. You're blasphemy. No, no you blasphemy would be listening and speaking out of familiar spirits when you thought it was a Holy Spirit. That's much worse. You just want this familiarity with the Holy Spirit. You just want to spend time. It's like any other relationship, Charlotte. If I was to come to your house and spend three weeks with you, after three weeks of me not stop talking or eating, eating and talking and drinking continually, day and night, just eating meat pies and and cakes that you're making me continually because I know you just love me and I'm talking and eating the whole time. Okay, I'm making a joke about the eating. But um, if I spent three weeks with you, your relationship, you know my voice would be so beyond where it is right now. People I call, a lot of people that watch our show, I have about 5,000 a day that watches our show. I call them, they answer the phone and say, Marty! And they didn't know my number, but they heard my voice because they watch our shows a lot. They've gotten familiar with my voice. We must get familiar with the voice of the Holy Spirit so we're not led astray. And that is Okay. Rick, you give me liberty to speak? Yes. Okay. There is a spirit of deception. There's a spirit of deception that has been unleashed unto the body of Christ from the enemy that has disguised itself like the spirit of unity and the spirit of protection. We must protect the body when the whole time you're attacking the body. Charlotte, it's crazy. I'm seeing beautiful, wonderful men and women of God who are generals, who are powerful leaders that are deceived, deceived, deceived because of what Paul said to the church of Corinth around the third chapter of Corinthians 1. Paul said, church of Corinth, it's almost a shame that you're still such babes. By this time, you should have grown I look at you and I'm almost ashamed that I'm still seeing. And he said this, envy, strife, and division. Now, these are three demons. Now, they can also be three works of the flesh, but they sure are prompted a lot by demons a lot. Envy, strife, and division. And they're in order in which the Paul said them. So one of the reasons why we're having this spirit of division rise up in the body of Christ and try to act like the spirit of unity to protect the body is because envy has set in the hearts of some of the leaders. Yeah. One of our friends, 
one of our friends, I was watching their show one day. You would know them if I said their name. I started watching their show. We love them. Close friend of all of ours. I'm watching their show. And as I'm watching their show, their numbers are just, they got up to 3,000 people watching live. Well, I don't ever get over 400 people watching live. You know, 4,000 people, 7,000 people watching live. And I'm like, wow, they've got a good movement. Praise the Lord. And then it got on up to 10,000 people watching live. And then suddenly I just had this spirit come up on me of envy. And I had this thought. I had this thought of, they're not that wonderful. They're not that great. They make mistakes. And I came to myself and said, what in the world is that? And the Holy Spirit said, Son, I just let you see what they've been dealing with. Envy of numbers. Envy. Gus, am I nailing this right now, baby? Right on the head. I am so nailing this on the doorpost for the blankety-blank church. That wasn't a cuss word. I was going to say Catholic church, but so I wasn't blankety-blanking Charlotte. At least not on Rick's show. So <laughs> not on mine either, but... There's been such envy over numbers, over popularity. How can this new person have this powerful movement? And we've been doing this for many years. See, this sets up envy. And that envy tried to rise and come on me, and those thoughts began to pound me. And I came to myself, because you know why I came to myself, Charlotte, to answer your question from 20 minutes ago, <laughs> because I could recognize the Holy Spirit versus familiar, because I spend time with the ghost with the most. Mm -hmm. I know the voice of the ghost with the most. So this spirit of envy tried to rise upon me, to then lead me into strife, which would then birth division in the body. But I came and I found it and I saw it. Now, have you ever heard of, of a doctor by the name of Dr. Mark Sherwood? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's a friend <laughs> of mine. Yeah. Like, I mean, he lives in town. He's my doctor of me, my wife, and my son. And my daughter's gone to him. I'll send my mom to him. He's like a like Mark. I got him in my cell phone. Close friend of mine. I could call him anytime and he'll answer the phone. But uh, I just want to tell you this story, though. I've never even told Mark this. But but Dr. Sherwood, about five or six months ago, um, I had ordered a medicine that didn't come in. I ordered, the, and I'm just telling you some stories because I want to wake up to what's going on today. You want to know what's going on in the church? This is my job to let you know. So, Dr. Sherwood, his team was supposed to order me some medicine, and they dropped the ball. They didn't get it ordered. No big deal. But about two weeks went by, and I'm thinking, I'm paying every week for this. So, now I'm 45 to $90 in the hole. And, sure, that is a problem, and it was a little bit their fault. And it's just, it happened only one time. They're an amazing place. I would highly recommend them. I send people to them all the time. I'm just telling you, this one situation, this happens... And I felt this anger coming over me, this righteous indignation to stand for what's right. So I drive by there. And the guy who didn't do the order, couldn't even come out because he was busy, couldn't even come out and talk to me. Well, I leave there even more frustrated. After about a day and a half of me walking around the house with a frown and my wife looking at me and saying, I wish you would just stop it. Thank God for good wives. <laughs> After that, I came to myself, and I was standing there in my living room, 
And I came to myself like the prodigal son sitting knee-deep in a mud hole with a dirty corn husk in my mouth. I came to myself like, what in the world? These thoughts I'm having, they're not me. I love these guys. They've saved my life. They're saving our family. They've showed us the right way to eat. They've done blood tests. We've changed our whole life because of these guys. And the Lord said, division. Division is a disguise and it lets you think you've got some righteous reason to stand in division. But, oh, but love. You know the First Corinthians, the 13th chapter, in the Amplified Classic Version, verse 4 through 8, says, Love bears all things. Love believes all things. Love endures all things. I'm seeing a lot of people who are leaders today that are not bearing, believing, and enduring. They're accusing. Now, that's an interesting word, accusing, Marty. Well, I'm a prophet. I'm just going to tell you what it means. The Bible says Satan is the accuser of the brethren. You make your own conclusion. I just made my case in the court. Go ahead, Gus. Amen, brother. You're, you're spot on with that. that yeah. Jealousy is part of it as well. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, they're not jealous of you or this one or that. They're jealous of the light, the limelight. Yeah, they're not getting it, so they want it. Yeah, yeah, they want it. Amen. It, it's a shame. All right. And we're going to pray for them. Now, that's our job. I know Rick. Rick's like, okay, Marty, what are you going to do about it? Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rick, for saying that. We are going to pray for. I'm telling you, we know how to grab the Holy Ghost and smear the Holy Spirit on them through prayer that the eyes of their understanding just be enlightened with truth and the blinded scales would fall off and they would do what I did both times it happened with me. It would come to themselves and say, but that wasn't me. Where'd that thinking come from? That's not love. Yeah, yeah. awesome, awesome. So. By the way, we do. Uh, what I would like to do now is kind of move into some prayer for Marty, and then go backstage where uh, everybody can come backstage and do more of a private Zoom with Marty for a little bit. Um, what I wanted to do though before that, Marty, is make sure everybody knows how to get a hold of you. And so, if I go back to this screen, and uh, this yeah. is your beautiful uh, scripture, was one John four one um, that you were mentioning here. But I wanted to go back to what's the best places to get a I mentioned two of them what right which was I think it's this one loudmouthprayer.org is that the best yes. place to go to that is the best place and at the top right you'll see a little button that says start praying today mm -hmm. and so when you go to loudmouthprayer.org org mm -hmm. and you click on that it takes you to what you're seeing right there you just fill that out Actually, I just wrote the email we're fixing to send out tomorrow, the email about what we're doing with the ministry. So we try to send an email every week. Sometimes we get really backed up. It might be every two weeks. But we also just keep you informed of our healing revivals. Now, this is pretty cool. I just got off the phone about two hours ago with David and Stacy Whited mm -hmm. of the Flyover Conservatives. Mm -hmm. And they are wanting to come join us with Amanda Grace in the month of November uh, at our next healing revival. Awesome. And so, because I just had it in my heart, this movement that we've been given, this movement, um, we want to teach them how to pray and be healed. So that's where you go to loudmouthprayer.org. And then if you're going to watch our show, I say Rumble is the best. 
Rumble, if you go there and just look for loudmouth prayer, one word, or loudmouth prayer, just loudmouth prayer, as you see it, um, got 12,000 followers. Last time I was on here with you, we had 10,000. We're growing. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. God's been faithful to us. And so loudmouth prayer, look for that, and you can jump into our, we're having a show six days a week. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Teaching, uh, teaching, teaching. So if they wanted to, do you do that live? And so if... I do that live in the mornings, probably 90, 95% of the time. Like tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock Central, I will be live. And I do live, if I'm not traveling or I don't have an appointment early in the morning that I can't get out of, um, so 90, 95% of the time, I'm live. I'm saying hi to the people as they're coming on. I mean, I'll say silly words. I mean, because it's live. You know, it's not recorded. I don't cut anything out. There's nothing cut out. Like a while back, the Holy Spirit hit me in the head and went from the top of my head down my back like a warm honey. And he he did that. I said, oh, my gosh, the Holy Spirit is tinkling on me. I meant to say tingling, but it came out tinkling. And so then everyone had this really bad vision. So, yeah, so. But that's what live looks like. Yeah. It's just fun. I, I love doing live as well. That's what we're doing right yeah. now, obviously. Um, so, so uh, hey. Uh, I guess that would be the ultimate golden shower. <laughs> you, oh, Gus, you had to go there, Gus. I had to go there. Son. <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry, Lord. <laughs> I'm not even Catholic, Gus, but you got me doing this. <laughs> So, uh, so obviously, we've got a bunch of Christian patriots that would like to lift you up, Marty. And uh, so wonderful. anything specifically for you that, that uh, we can make sure we lift, we lift up? Yeah, we are in transitions. Um, we're in this. Um, the word of the Lord came unto me the other day and said, the, the, the loudmouth love boat is sitting, setting sail. And I'm like, well, that's because, you know, back when we were all young, even Gus, uh, he was young at one time, supposedly, um, (laughs) we probably might have watched The Love Boat with Captain Steubing and Julie the Little Hare and, you know, the guy, well, you know, you know, The Love Boat. And so, so I didn't watch it a whole lot and I haven't watched it in 39 years, (laughs) but he literally said, it's time for the loudmouth Love Boat to set sail. So I would say... For, to pray for us to know where to go and when to go. Mm-hmm. We know the message, prayer, healing, but to know where to go because there's 50 states and there's hundreds of cities and our heart is pouring out for everyone because we just we just love people. We, I'm telling you, what an honor to get to pray for people and get them healed, to get to teach people how to pray for their kids, their families. Every day, I'm on my phone praying for people every day. That's the majority of my day. Teaching them how to pray, encouraging them. We just had one of our beautiful listeners just lose a baby, you know, in her womb lost a baby um and so i spent 30 minutes on the phone with her today loving on her instructing her keep your eyes on god he's love he's faithful he didn't do this there's an enemy that kills steals and destroys so we're just bringing the truth of god's word back to people and so i would say to pray for us on where to go and when to go awesome so, uh, Gus, will you start us out? Anybody else that wants to pray? And uh, I'll wrap her up, and uh, then then we'll go backstage for a little bit more q and I sure will. Father God, we come before you tonight united in prayer. 
I pray that everyone's united within the sound of my voice. Lord, if there's any naysayers, turn Saul's into Paul's, Lord. Let them join our side with the Lord. But we come to you praying for loudmouth prayer and everything involved with loudmouth prayer, Lord. We ask you to bless Marty and Jenny with an anointing like they've never experienced before, Lord. Give them further insights. It's hard to, to, to believe that there's, there's room for improvement because he does such a good job at teaching and simplifying the basics of prayer and the, just the basics of the Bible, Lord. So we just ask that, Lord, you're with him. Lead him and guide him as his ministry expands. Give him insight on where to go with the love boat and just bless them, Lord. We ask all this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. All right. So uh, anybody else like to pray? And we got a lot of prayer warriors back here. Prayer warriors, where are you? <laughs> Step right up. Step right up, Elizabeth. You're the next contestant on Prayer Warriors Unite. <laughs> well, <laughs> yippity yip from Australia. Hi, Marty. Um, sorry, I haven't actually seen you before. This is the first time, and I just love your energy. It's just a, it's very contagious, so thank you. Um, Heavenly Father, I just ask that you lift this precious couple up, Marty and his wife, Father God, and that you would direct their steps, Father God, because you are the Almighty who knows who knows our future and father god you know where to place him at the right time at the right place and and to have that energy absorbed to so many people lord, lord. father god i ask you to strengthen them guide them holy spirit just be so evident and so um lord that you would just know that the yes would be yes father god and we just give you praise and glory and uh we just thank you i'm just so overwhelmed by his energy right now so i just thank you so much lord and that you would protect them, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. And Lord, bring them to Australia in Jesus' mighty name. Thank <laughs> you, sorry. That was, um, praise you, Jesus. Precious, precious man. Ooh, there may have been part of the where we go uh, and when. So go ahead, Tabitha. And then Linda. Um. Uh, Abba, Father, I just thank you for this day. I thank you for Marty and for Jenny, Father God. Lord, I just pray that you would be with them and give them discernment and where to go and when to go, for we know that you make everything beautiful in its time. And Lord, let your voice be clear and sound in every single way. I pray blessing and honor over this couple and over their ministry. I thank you for the hearts that you've given them and continue to bless them and restore all of your children that you've given in their care and in their ministry. In your precious, precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Tabitha. Linda. Father, in Jesus, I pray for um, money and wife, keep them strong, what they're doing, where they go, help them out, or where they, where they need help in. Help them with guidance on what steps you want them to take. I command Jesus, name, don't get your hand off my brother in Christ and wife and family. You have no right to be in there. Get your hand off them. I command us right now. Jesus, one, name, praise him. Amen. 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 Anybody else like to pray? 
All right, I'll wrap her up here. Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for loudmouth prayer and uh, going from zero <laughs> subscribers and a no no Rumble channel to 12,000 so quickly, Lord. Um, it's just a show that that the hand is on him, that your your spirit's on him, Lord. We just pray that that continues uh, in a major way, Lord. Um, this knowledge that he has that he can share in such a concise fashion as, as Gus was saying I just agree with all these beautiful prayers and right now we're gonna say by the name of Jesus the name above all names and the blood that he shed for us by the power and authority of that name and by that blood we call down this cabal of globalists across all seven mountains of cultural influence we bind the rulers and authorities and powers of this dark world Lord and we loose angels of all rankings and divisions to come to Marty and the, the entire Loudmouth team uh, and the extended team and the future team, Lord. Um, allow them to have exactly the Holy Spirit guidance about exactly when to go and where to go. Lord, thank you for that. We also call down and loose the line of Judah for judgment of what's and, and move us, Lord. We all want to submit to you as clay. We lean on our own understanding. We trust you with all our heart. Make our path straight as you mold us into the beings you want us to be. Use us as a vessel, as a glory, glory shines through us as you use us in this great exodus, this great awakening, and this great harvest. We're looking so forward to submit to you and seeing this, Lord, and use Marty and the entire Loudmouth team and the future team in a way more than he could even ask or imagine. We love you and we say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. Praise God. We thank you so much, Marty. I just wanted to kind of give you the last word. Hey, Marty, can I ask something while we're on front stage? Somebody goes to your site. Okay. Is there there an easy way they can binge all the little Marty sessions? So I need to update it. Um, But if you go to allowmyprayer.org, the first half of all my hundred so the probably the first hundred and fifty videos I did I've done another hundred and fifty since then but if you go to limemouthprayer.org I've got to go in and put tons of videos in but a lot of my series one of my series I'm known the most for the very first one called 30 days to pray and the Lord said I want you to take 30 days and teach people how to pray so that they will be in a place of usability when the great harvest comes so at the very top of my site up there it says recent shows and you'll see if you scroll down you got the stand series authority of the believer embrace the grace you've got steps to get your answered prayer there's a great series on praying in tongues and then the next one should be 30 days to pray so there are some of those there and you click on that you click on the series button and they're all on one page and you can binge 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 Phoenix Capital Group allows me to build a legacy for those I care about most there are thousands of ways to alright so we just, just love advertising <laughs> yeah alright so that's one place to go to obviously those 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 are housed on rumble as well I can see the rumble yeah, so, engine there yeah so just so. scrolling backward in time on rumble so um, honestly just write me an email admin a-d-m-i-n admin at loudmouthprayer.org admin at loudmouthprayer.org shoot me an email and say Marty what series this is where I am in life what do you suggest and I can shoot you the link and the name of the series. I've got about 10 or 15, you know, and it can save you a little bit of time and it can get you specifically on uh, 
you know it's kind of fun when you get your own stuff out there you know what's there so mm. I don't have to spend three hours on the phone teaching someone something I can send them to the series and they can go from there and they can feed on it at their own pace <clears throat> yeah there's the email right awesome. there admin at yeah yeah I just keep getting quickened concerning Elizabeth in Australia. I just keep getting quickened to just say that there's going to be a wave of fire coming to that nation. And for the darkness that has set up on that nation and tried to use the occult to hold it in place, the wave of fire is going to come and going to burn, burn, burn out the darkness. And the Holy Spirit is going to have his way with the church in that nation. So, Lord, we just thank you that you just have your way with Australia in the precious name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. All right. That's I love awesome. those Rama words. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to go backstage right now. And uh, I know we have a Bible study with Gus, too, that we'll start later. But uh, just a few more Q&A questions with Marty. Um, so please get backstage if you have a backstage pastor. Remember, you can do that for free. Just go to blessedteach.com. It's a pay-forward model. A lot of people are paying forward, so you can come on, just like The Chosen, for free. So we invite you backstage. You can be on the Zoom with Marty right now for any questions that you have or uh, just be in, in communion with a beautiful people backstage, um, which uh, again, and then we also um, commune and uh, on a Facebook type platform called neighborhood.social. So go to neighborhood.social, download that app, and uh, that's where we're all chatting. That's where we're all posting our, our information and really being able to connect. So with that, if the backstagers wouldn't mind unmuting and uh, saying thank you to Marty, and then we'll all go backstage here shortly. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, Marty. Yeah. Thank you. God bless. God bless you. Thanks, Marty. Thank you. See you backstage in 45 seconds. Hello.